What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Vanguard Project. Today's episode is literally and figuratively brought to you by Mountain Primal Meat Company. Uh, Roger over at the ranch was gracious enough to introduce me to today's guest, and uh, I'm beyond excited to share his story. I had a ton of fun chatting with him, but before we get down uh, too far down that rabbit hole, because it's a lot of fun, uh, if you haven't yet, take a minute to pick some stuff up over at mountainprimal.com. They raise 100% organic Highland cattle out in Colorado. Uh, they've got everything from strips, steaks, fuel sticks, filet, chorizo, which I'm a big fan of. They've got the whole shebang. So if you've listened to the show long enough, you'll have likely heard that I am a huge fan of the fuel sticks. Uh, there's kind of a running joke. I've got a, uh, a recording somewhere that my wife likes to shove the fuel sticks down my throat, which, you know, is, is fair because uh, indeed it does keep me uh, keeps me motivated throughout the day or at least fed because uh, I'm a very busy person. And uh, I mean, last weekend at the Total Archery Challenge, I actually took a couple up with me and they kept me moving for as long as I could throughout the Yeti course, which I think I was a little underprepared for. And kind of that being said, stay tuned for uh, this Friday's Madman episode because I'm going to do a whole data download on all the stuff that I learned because that was a blast. But I digress. Take a minute, head to mountainprimal.com and uh, use code Vanguard for 15% off. In addition to that, one more huge shout out of thanks to all of you listeners for uh, the Instagram messages, linking up with you uh, all at the TAC event last weekend in Park City, just general conversations. Please keep them coming and flowing however which way you see fit, whether that's hopping online, connecting through me through or connecting with me through um Oh gosh, what is it? The connect us page or connect with me page. Um, that goes directly to my email, which is on my phone, or if that's through Instagram DMs. You know, I, I love engaging with you all. So please feel free to hit me up. And uh, if you guys are a fan of the show, I'd love for you to pick up some swag. You know, VanguardStories.com will take you to the shop as well. And uh, I'd love to see uh, see what kind of shenanigans you're finding yourself in. I feel like Farva when I say shenanigans. But I'd love to see what you're all up to. So uh, enough chit-chat for today. Let's get into Luke's story. I'll catch you guys later. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? And I practiced this like five times leading into this. So uh, welcome to the Vanguard Project. I talk with my hands. It's great. Uh, for those of you new to the show, uh, my name is Austin Jardine, and uh, I'm just a dude outside of Boise, Idaho, who loves uh, who loves to talk. My wife could definitely attest to that, and uh, fortunately, the goal is not for me to talk your ear off, but really to uh, talk with other folks, get their stories, uh, share some information from extremely passionate people, understand what makes them tick, how they got into uh, what they're doing, and hopefully relate to you in a way to uh, get you motivated and get after something. Uh, with me today is uh, someone a mutual friend introduced to me uh, at Mountain Primal, and that would be Mr. Luke Cadillo. Is it Cadillo? I didn't even ask. Cadillo, yeah. Cadillo. Cadillo. Dude, it's yeah. so funny because I was thinking, I was like, hey, don't forget to make sure you got his name. But regardless, we've been chat- chit-chatting leading into it, and I'm fucking, I'm I'm already in love with you. Good dude. Yeah. But you're a fighter, podcaster, shit-talker extraordinaire, hunter, bow guy. I'm really excited to talk. So let's get into it, man. How- man, I'm, well, first of all, thank you for having me on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm actually, you know, Roger hit me up and he goes, hey, man, I think you'd be a good fit for this guy. I'm like, dude, let's do it. I know exactly what it's like to start a podcast, trying to find guests, trying to do this. And 
I'm here for you, man. I'm here. I get it. Dude. I love it, dude. I'm excited because we, we were talking before, you know, leading up into just the recording part of this. And it's hilarious. I feel like I could just sit and chat and not even yeah. hit record and be good to go. But I'm excited. You run your own podcast, which is Gladiators Unleashed. Yeah, GU Unfiltered. Yep. GU Unfiltered. Okay. Yeah. It's Gladiators Unleashed on the gram, right? And yep. What it is. Okay. Correct. Yep. Awesome. So you've got kind of a lot of different things going for you, or at least you had a lot of things going on at one point. So normally with a with like an interview like this, I typically try and get somebody's story a little bit just as an introduction of who they are. And then I, I ask questions. So if you don't mind, just who who the fuck are you? Yeah, so it's usually how it goes. Well, I, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I you know, I, I grew up in a small town in Nebraska. I, um, you know, played sports, this and that, and uh, I wrestled, and I went to, I wrestled, I, then I went to school, and uh, went for welding school, and I was like, man, the same for me. I like welding. Don't get me wrong, I love it. And I, I finished it. I just didn't like the part where I went to work and I was dirty every day I got off work. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like <laughs> I, I was like, man, I don't know if I could do this for the rest of my life. And so there was a, I got into, well, let me, let me tell you this real, real, really what happened. <laughs> I uh, started going to the bar, started drinking a lot. Uh, just, you know, I, like I said, I was always an active uh, athlete, and I, I looked at myself in the mirror one morning, and I was like, "Dude, what am I doing to myself?" You know, like, yeah, I was just going down the shitter real fast, right? <laughs> um, so I, I went, I joined the gym. I was, I started, you know, getting in bodybuilding, and I was like, "Man, I like this." It was my outlet, and fuck, man, I, I got jacked, and I was gonna do like. Um, some bodybuilding competitions. I thought, I didn't know what I was doing, but I, I liked being in the gym. And, um, I even opened a, uh, a supplement store, you know, like where I sold protein, creatines. Um, back then it was like, uh, thermogenics, like, yeah. uh, fat burners, you know, they used to have a veteran back then, the good stuff. And, um, and that's what I did. I saw, I sold that. I, so I had that store and probably two, two stores down was like a little strip mall where my store was. And these guys that I went to school with, they're like, dude, you wrestled. Come down and show us some moves, you know, and some wrestling. And well, at the time, I was like, man, I hate cardio. I hate running. <laughs> and I, so I thought, dude, that's my outlet. I'll do cardio. I'll get cut up even more at wrestling. So I went down there. And I, mine, I'm like 210 jacked. It's like, yeah. you know, I, I was I was beefy. And um, I go in there. I start wrestling with these guys. And they just start kicking my ass. Like I would take them down, but they would submit me, choke me, wrap my arm would be jacked up. I was like, stop, 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 stop. And I was like, what the hell is this? And these guys are like 150 pounds, you know? Yeah. And I was like, damn, what is this shit? And it was jujitsu, you know? Oh, yep, yep. And the guy that was running at the time was Kelly Wiseman. He's like, man, keep coming down. You'll get better at it. And we'll, we'll do it. Well, Long story short, six months later, I take my first fight because I fucking fell in love with that shit, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, and so from then, I just started wrestling or uh, doing uh, Muay Thai kickboxing, jiu-jitsu. I mean, I always had a wrestling background, and I started fighting, and 
band. Started winning a lot, and then I finally um, got out of Nebraska, went to Davenport, Iowa for a while and trained, went to, um, and then moved out here in, in Colorado to get the real training. I got a manager probably after I moved out here, probably a year later, I got in the UFC. And after the UFC, I got in, and man, I then I started going, fighting overseas. Yep. Um, and then, uh, man, I just, you know, kind of lost that fire, you know, to keep trading, keep fighting. And once you lose that in this sport. Game over. Fucking, it's unforgiving, right? <laughs> so at the time, Trevor Whitman was still my coach, and um, he's still uh, one of the best coaches out here. Um, he's like, what do you want to do after you get done fighting? And I was like, man, I don't know. And he goes, dude, I really think you should coach with me start coaching, you know, in my gym and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I could do that, you know, like, and from there, I just kind of transferred from a fighter to a coach right there. And, you know, it's funny because people ask me, damn, don't you miss it? Don't you miss fucking fighting and shit like that? And I'm like, no, because I never really left it. You know what I mean? Like I was always there. And like, when I really get the itch, I'll, I'll glove up and I'll spar with the guys. And I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good now, bro. I'm good. Hard I got that yeah. You know, but yeah. So, I mean, you know, after that, you know, I was fighting. Um, I got hooked up with the bow while I was fighting out here. Yeah. And, you know, and to me, um, you know, growing up as a kid, I was a big rifle hunter, you know. Um, but living in Colorado, I, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't know shit about elk hunting or anything or, does anybody really know anything about El Cunningham? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, no, for real. I didn't know shit about yeah. it, right? <laughs> um, I didn't even I didn't even change my uh uh reddings or what do you call the uh, my uh scope. Uh, no, no, no. Um I didn't even change um I still had my mom and dad's address because I didn't want to pay out of state when I went back to oh, Nebraska. Your residency. There you go. <laughs> And because I didn't want to change and pay out of state for a white tail hunt, right? <laughs> yeah, and I still knew that, right? So I went out elk hunting with my buddies out here. My buddy he told me to tag along. And the first morning we went out and we heard the elk bugle. And I was like, and oh, I'm fucking in, bro. This is <laughs> way better than white tail hunting. And from there, it was just fucking history, man. I, I was like, boom, I want to do this. I got into hunting more. And then uh, I was still coaching uh, a guy named Willie Schmidt. Uh, he runs Pure Honey, uh, season 10 now. Um, he was living here in Colorado. We became pretty good friends. And uh, I started training him. He wanted to get better in fitness, you know, and stuff. And um, he knew I hunted hogs in Texas quite a bit. And he wanted to do that. And so he invited me on his TV show to – uh take him hog hunting well i was like hell yeah let's go <laughs> right so we get there and he has cameramen and i'm getting all introduced to this whole outdoor industry tv thing and i'm thinking this whole time i'm like dude this is what i want to do mm. you know what i mean i can do this you get you you get all these sponsors and yeah you get all this cool guns and shit like i want to do this right well Little did I know, so probably, I don't know, I would say good six, maybe eight months later, I 
I came up with Gladiators Unleashed. I wanted to start my own TV series. And um, I talked to a bunch of the networks like Sportsman Channel, Outdoor Channel. And I was like, man, I can spend that money and be on TV, right? Yep. Or I can take that money that I was going to spend to have that time slot, that prime time slot, and do more adventures, right? And be on the web, right? Yeah, sure. So I was like, man, I think everything's going to go digital here in the future. I mean, I just went off me because I never watched TV that much, you know, hardly. And um, so I went digital route and I started doing that. And I did that for four or five years strong, but it just was so expensive. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of work. Cameraman, uh, caption shit. I mean, it's just. I give it to all those guys that are still doing it. I yeah, can't stop. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like, I'll still film hunts and put them on my channel and everything. But I'm not, like, trying to do 12 episodes, you know, like I did before. Hell no. I'll, <laughs> I'll get on a podcast and talk about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because you easier. sit at home. It's not that hard. Yeah, it's way easier. But, yeah, that's kind of like in a nutshell. Like, you know, I, I coach now um, some of the some – Baddest motherfuckers out there right now. <laughs> like I, like my main guy that I help out is uh, Justin Gagey. Okay. Um, you know, and he's just a stud. So we, I mean, we have a gym full of just a bunch of killers now. And um, you know, I, I just my my wife always tells me she's like, "How in the fuck did you land this job that you have now?" <laughs> you know, and, and like only you would be able to do, you know, pull this off. You know, like even the podcast. You know how. Now that it's starting to make money, you know, I get companies coming on and, um, you know, and, and, and patrons uh, giving me donations, you know, monthly. Uh, my wife would be like, you're the only fucker that I would know that sits <laughs> with your friends and gets drunk and tells stories. You know what I mean? They like get paid to do it, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. Like, sometimes I still pinch myself. I'm like, God, but they're pretty interesting stories, though, babe. <laughs> That's you know? oh, I love it. Yeah. That's so funny. I, uh, I haven't got to that point yet where it's like, I'm pinching my, you know, I pinched myself a couple of times. Cause it's like, I've had some really cool people. Like, I mean, fuck, I never thought that I'd be sitting here talking to you right now. You know, it's yeah. like one of those yeah. things where you're like, okay, this is just pure dumb luck that I'm where yeah. I'm at right now. But well, you know, when you say that, don't get me wrong. This was not handed to me fucking anything, you know, like people, I mean, you got to realize, like, I was doing uh, Gladiator stuff and not making a dime for fucking seven, six years now. Yeah. And, you know, it it was totally, uh, it's been a grind. And, you know, even, like, getting with, like, guys like Aaron, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And guys where I'm at now that I've met and now I consider them really good friends, you know, um, that I can call up and say, come over and hang out. Like, it's taken me a lot of years to get where I'm at. Yeah. And, you know, it's just not like, oh, man, it's been handed to me, handed to me. Fuck that, dude. It hasn't because there's nights where I'm like, fuck, dude, I guess I better go fucking find me a real job, you know, because after fighting, uh, I was like, man, fuck, what am I going to do? You know, I'm not making enough money, you know, to help support my family, you know, and then you just, it's one of these things where you either, your shit or get out the pot. You know what I mean? Like, yep. if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I'm an all or nothing kind of guy, you know? Oh, and, I relate um, to that 100%. And, 
And it, I, and I honestly need to hit rock bottom sometimes mm-hmm. to keep me back up and going. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck, you know? And even, even like, uh, I got, I got, I've had some great, uh, mentors in my life. And one of the guys is a guy named Greg Bradbury. He's a, he's a millionaire, you know, nobody knows who he is, you know? Um, but he's, he's just been like a, a father figure ever since I moved to Colorado and, um, he's always kind of coached me like, what am I going to do in life and blah, blah. And like, whether I'm a personal trainer and he's always helped me try to build my, my clientele up and like, what do I need to do different? And he goes, you know, sometimes Luke, you just got to fire yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. cause you're, you're your own boss all the time. I'm, I'm my always, I'm always my boss. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, I've worked at jobs and I just didn't like it. I'm, I'm. I'm an entrepreneur, you know, and um, he goes, you know, you being you where you're your own boss, sometimes you just got to fire yourself. And I've literally had to fire myself probably back on episode 12 or 13. Yeah. When I started, I was like, oh, this shit's easy. I can do this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, dude, this is not what I'm doing. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. I moved the whole studio away. I, I redid it. I, I'm, I'm, I invested more so I could put in more. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah. So it, it's one of those things where it, it, you, you know, you hear it a lot, you know, in the fight game and, and stuff like that, you know, hard work pays off. It is hard work, but it's not like, like, like fight camp. You know what I mean? Like it's more mentally stuff now, you know, and, yeah. And to juggle a family now with with all this, and you know, being a trying to be a dad, you know, a uh, you know, and a, let alone a husband, you know, and a, a coach, and now this, it, it's fucking draining, dude. It's yeah. tough. How, how have you learned how to do it? Because like I, I can relate to a certain extent, right? You know, I've got my full time job, I've got my wife, I've got all of the other things that I want to do you know, in addition to the podcast, right? How, how do you balance all of it? Man, I, you know, I, it's still a trial and error, dude. Yeah. I, I realize, um, you know, I'm lucky enough. I, I, I got a, I got a shop here. Which looks awesome. Is, yeah. Where I, where I've done it. And, uh, so I'm kind of working from home now. Right. I'm a lot easier to be at home. My, my wife works in healthcare. So she's, um, in, uh, the, she goes to bed early. Right. I got, I got kids. I got kids that go to sleep early. So I try to, I try to balance that part. Like, Hey, I'm going to do my podcast and stuff, uh, later at night. Mm -hmm. Right. When they go to bed, you know, so I don't miss anything out there. Although like, you know, tomorrow I got a podcast to do with Snyder at five 30 in the afternoon. Yep. So, you know, it, you got to have a give and take, you know, sometimes, but they understand it, you know, and I, man, it just, when I'm, it's like one of those things when I'm here in the podcast, dude, I got to be working, make it worth my while, you know? Yeah. Like I got to make it where, you know, if me and me and Cody are here recording commercials, give me, give me an hour. Don't come in here and interrupt us. I'll, I'll be done faster than that. Then I can be dad again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. come out and hang out, but you know, like now, like, that's why I said, like, Hey, we can do this later. It's all good, bro. <laughs> Even later. Yeah. I know she's going to bed. Right. But, um, you know, it's, you know, it, it's hard, you know, um, now that, you know, I, everything's revolves around the income, you know, like money wise and stuff like that. Yeah. And to me, it was more like, okay, if I can show my wife 
that I can make money doing this, she'll be a lot happier that I'm home, blah, blah, blah. And it's one of those things where I, I didn't know if I was going to be able to make money doing yeah. this, you know? And, um, I, you know, each day I'm, I'm, it's crazy because I'm excited to see what email I can send out, who's sending me an email, who's doing this and like how I can keep building this empire up, you know, setting goals is pretty much what I'm trying to do. You know, now, like even as an amateur fighter, although I was only an amateur for one fight. Right. And then I went pro. Cause I, <laughs> I was like, I'm not, if I'm not getting paid to fucking, uh, get like hit. getting punched, <laughs> I don't want to do it. Right. I need to make some money showing them that I'm doing this. Right. Um, so it's just like that, you know, and, and I think that's why my, my UFC career was really cut short at the time because my goal was to only make it to the UFC. You know, well, nothing beyond that. Nothing beyond it. I, I, my goal was just to make it to the UFC. I had so many haters and people like, you know, even, you know, family members would be like, why are you doing this? You know, when, you know, I mean, you know, when me asking my brother or my dad, like, hey, can I need to borrow some money? You know, yeah. I, you know, I need to, you know, pay for my truck, truck payment, blah blah blah. They're like, "Why are you doing this, Luke? Come on, go get a job." You know. Yeah. And I just kept going, kept going, and then finally I made it, and I was like, "Yeah," you know. And that was cool. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But then after that, I was still broke. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had to still, <laughs> I had to still fight and still make money and and do it. And um, yeah, so I just had, you know, now I'm, I, I've learned my lesson. Like goals can be reached if you fucking really go and, and put your mind to it, right? Yeah. And like my goals now are fucking crazy, dude. My goals are crazy right now. Yeah, you know uh, the things I want now. And when I when I put my when I set a goal, I go after it. You know, I'm, that's my that's my deal. Like the I use everybody's like negativity, and I use it as my fuel, pretty much. You know sure. what I mean? And um, not that I have a lot of negativity in my life now, but, and that's the hard part, right? Like everybody's like, oh man, you're doing so good, blah, blah, keep it up. Well, I kind of still need that negativity though in my life. Like, yeah, look man, at it a little it, bit more objectively. Yeah. You know, and uh, to me, I just, you know, I just set goals, honestly, like, you know, um, but realistic goals, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? So when you, when you set goals, like, I mean, I feel like you're probably like me in this sense where it's like, Hey, I want everything. So I'm going to work really hard at everything that I'm going to do, right? Everything I touch is like the next big thing for me. Well, you can't do everything all at once. So how do you, how do you go and pare things down and, and kind of decide like, okay, this is difficult, but attainable. Right. So, um, honestly, like, you know, like I'm all in all the time. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a big gambler. I like gambling. Right. And, uh, <laughs> I, um, whether I win or lose, I'm all my all in. Like I'll, I'll bet Aaron all the time. Like I'm a, like, he's a great shot. I'm not a great shot, but guess what? You're betting on you. He, <laughs> he pushes me to be better. Right. And yeah. I need that. Even if I have to pay him at the end of the shoot, I'm, I don't care. I'm trying to beat him. Right. Yeah. yeah. If I go out there and there's nothing really online, I don't have fun doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe that's just the competitive, uh, the part of me being an athlete, I should say. I miss that, um, that, you know, one-on-one competition. Yeah. So I make bets, you know. But, you know, as far as my goals, man, now, now that I've reached so many of my goals, you know, I got to say, like, fuck, man, 
I need to set my goal standards higher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what do I really want, you know, out of, out of everything? Because I will get there. You know what I mean? Just, I got to set goals to do it. My, my, the one thing I will say though, is don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. You know, and you know, you'll hear that, but I say failing is not like, oh man, I, I sucked at this uh, podcast. It wasn't that great. I didn't get that many downloads this time on this one. That's, you know, to me, that's not a really fail. I use it as a learning experience. Okay. I got to have my shit more on point. Right. Yep. yep. Um, things like, you know, now that I'm, you know, even coaching. Okay. I got to fucking set points of like, Hey, I got to work with this fighter. If I'm cornering this guy, I got to see him X amount of days during the week for this many hours to make sure I know when I walk behind him, he's a hundred percent going into that cage ready to go. Yeah. He's prepared. You know what I mean? Um, hunting wise, my goals, when I have an animal in front of me, I know I can make that shot right with my bow gun, whatever. And what's that take? A lot of time in the, in the, in on the archery range practicing, yep. you know what I mean? So I set goals as like, you know, Hey man, I got to fucking, I got to buckle down and start taking this shit serious. I got to shoot more. Whether it's, you know, 15 minutes of the day, you know, I just, I got to find time. If I got to get up earlier before my kids get up to do that, I got to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, discipline. A whole lot of discipline. It's, it, that, that's just it. And like right now, I would say this last month, I've kind of slacked on like my fitness part of it. Um, just because I've had so many irons in the fire. And I told my wife actually today, I said, man. I got to get back to the gym and not worry about everybody else. I got to worry about me. Yeah. My attitude, everything's so much better when I work out. Dude. Yeah. Everything. That's actually you why know. I was really glad when you were like, Hey, let's push it to eight 30. I was like, fuck, I can go to the gym. Like yeah. I got off work and yeah. I straight to the gym. Yep. No problem. Yeah. And, and that's why, and I think that's uh, the problem with when you get caught up in doing all this stuff, like, you know, you have to still have time for you. You know what I mean? Like, I still have to have time for me. And it sounds a little selfish, but, like, when I don't work out or, or lift weights or go shoot my bow, dude, I'm a, I'm I'm not the same person I am. So yep. if it takes me 30 minutes out of the day or an hour out of my day to do that, to be away from my family or whatever, or that person's not going to get a private training session with me and it's money out of my pocket, whatever, I know I'm going to be a better dad when I come home. Yeah. So, I mean, those are the goals that I got to set. Like, I got to set, fuck, I got to work out four days a week because I know I'm going to be a better person that during that week. You know what I mean? Yeah. And especially yeah. if I'm if I'm podcasting and I'm just, all I'm doing is drinking beer or whiskey, fuck, I got to work <laughs> out. You know? I'm going to become a turd ball, you know? <laughs> I'm going to become a turd. Dude, I get that. So, you've mentioned a couple times, like, hitting hitting rock bottom. Like, like everything kind of just comes to, like, a stalemate. And... You know, I feel like people, I feel like everybody hits a point in, in their lives where they hit rock bottom. How, how do you handle that? Like, what is it that you look at it and you're like, okay, this is how I'm moving forward. Man, honestly, like it's, it's such a mental fucking part right there. Like in the fight game, when I, I had, I had three losses in a row. I had three losses in a row and I was like, fuck dude. And I don't know if you know anything about the fight game, but so like when you, when you sign up in the fight, Right. Let's say so you have a show you show up and fight, 
so you get let's just say I show up to fight, I get ten thousand dollars, right? Let's yep. say I, I show up, I fight, I get ten thousand. But if I win, I get another ten thousand on that, right? Okay. So you know your your purse doubles, right? So you know as a fighter, you always fucking want that extra bonus, right? Sure. You want that extra pay, and there's a point, you know, where you're always like, oh, fuck, I'm going to make this much money. And you're always counting that, <laughs> that, that extra yeah. half. Yeah. Well, when shit doesn't happen that way, fuck, you're like, God damn, that money's gone now. Right. Yep. So I, I would say that part of, you know, in the fight game, when I hit three losses in a row, I was like, dude, what the fuck am I going to do? You know, like, do I continue to fight? What do I do? And Honestly, um, what I did is I, I sat down. I had great coaches, great deals, and I was like, "Man, what am I doing wrong?" And you know, I don't how how can I start winning again? You know, what do I need to start doing? And um, they just told me straight up, "You're trying to be too technical. Go out there and be the person that you, you know, what got you to the big show in the first place." Yeah, you know. So I kind of took that as fuck. Yeah, you're right, man. I, I'm trying to be something I'm not. Right. I'm trying to be a fighter that I'm not. I'm trying to be too technical. I'm not a technical fighter. I'm a fucking forward fighter. I bring the fight to them. Let's go. Yeah. Next fight, go there, did my same deal, fucking went, brought the fight to them. I started winning again. Hmm. You know, okay. you know, it just, I, I always try to say when I hit rock bottom, don't forget where I come from. Right. Yeah. I've done so many cool things, man. I've been all over the world. You know, I, I'm a kid from North Platte, Nebraska, small town, you know, <laughs> I got held back in third grade twice. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm not supposed to be here, right? Like, I'm, you know, I'm fighting in front of the royal family. I'm coaching Justin Gaethje. I'm on pay per view. He's one of the coaches, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm so ignorant right. to the fight world, man. I totally yeah. am. Yeah, you know, and you know, it's just like it's one of those things where you're just like, dude, you're all right to fail. It's okay because you've done so much, you know. So I always think, you know, even with this podcast, like I get some some cool guests and I'm like, fuck, yeah, this is sweet. Right. Yeah. I don't you know, don't forget where you come from. I think that's the main thing. You know, look how far you've gotten. I just be like, yeah, I just got to keep going because I've already done more than half my classmates. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. I already proved my mom and dad wrong that I can do this, (laughs) you know, so. I'm 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 just I just say just keep going, man. Don't be scared to fail. Just keep going because pick yourself up and go, man. Yeah, I think that's the key. So uh, this might be like a little bit of a weird question, but like you say that you I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be in this spot doing what I'm doing. Does that ever eat, eat at you at all? Like, do you ever feel like you don't quite belong? Um, yeah, and I and well, especially like when you get guys like like good hunters like. Aaron Snyder and stuff like that. And, you know, and I'm like, fuck, I'm not that good, you know? But at the same time, I'm like, you got, I got to find a spot where, what, why do you guys hang out with me? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why do they call me up and want to do this? Well, maybe because Aaron wants to take my money, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it, it, it's, it, you know, I, I find out that I, I get, I bring something to the, to the gang too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I bring a, a personality. Um, we have fun. We don't try to take things too serious all the time. You know, it's it's just one of those things. If I I feel like later in my life I bring more laughter to people, mm. and I think if that's my gift now, you know, I I gave I I try to just cause so much pain to like all my <laughs> opponents. You know, in my younger days. Yeah. Uh, and like now I'm 
you know, maybe it's because I have had a daughter and uh, a little boy now. And, you know, maybe I'm older now and, you know, wiped up and I just I'm so more relaxed and not uptight. And I, I, I like to have a good time now. And, you know, when I'm around these guys that are so like, you know, famous for what they do and. Um, you know, like guys like Joe Rogan and shit like that, you know, and like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? How did I get here? <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, you know, now I'm just, I just have fun with it. You know, I just, I literally have fun with it. You know, if I have to tell a joke or say something that, you know, might be a little inappropriate. I, I say it because that's what I bring to the table, you know? That's what's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know, to that question, I just, like I said, man, don't forget where you come from and be you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I I, th- I think that goes miles, miles to people, you know, especially especially nowadays, dude. Fucking everything's such a social media deal, you know, and yeah. everybody tries to put their uh, image out there that's what they're supposed to look like and what they're you know what they're taught. Fuck, man, I just be me, you know, and like you know, you'll see me post me missing or you know whatever. I I post it, you know, I, or I share it, and you know. Whether I'm doing a laugh or they're making a joke on me because I said something totally wrong, <laughs> be you, man. That's, That's it. Just yeah. it. You Dude, know? I like, love that. Yeah. I've talked to several people, right? And it's fun to ask them about, you know, what they think is most important in whatever it is that they've gotten into, right? And that is like the most common trope is being just the most genuine version of yourself because yeah. nobody gives a flying fuck about who you're <clears throat> supposed to be, right? Yeah. They just want to know who you are and why you're the way, why, why you're as weird or crazy or as horrible a shot as, as you are, you know? Yeah. So it's fun to hear. It's fun to hear that because it's like, you know, people look up to guys like you and, you know, everybody like that, that you interview, right? And so it's like, yeah. it's really fun when you hear the same thing. Dude, just be yourself and you yeah. will go so much further. And I think, um, I think a lot of that is, is, you know, bite down and be you and put your own image out there. And, um, you know, to me, you know, you have so many of these people or, or like me in the fight game, you get guys like, you know, like a Conor McGregor, like he's done so much for the sport, you know, as far as it, but like, is that really, and then you get like, you know, I'll go in my gym and I'll see like all these younger kids trying to act like him. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, that worked for one guy, one guy. <laughs> Make your own statement, you know, be you, you know what I mean? Like you got to look at yourself in the mirror every day. You know what I mean? And you got to like it. Yeah. When you do that, then you, I think you'll be all right. And you'll, you'll win some people over, you know, Uh, to me that I think that's the key. Yeah. So I, I, to me, I think, fuck man, just be you period. You know, you know, and you know, it's not, it's, it's okay. Not to, if you don't look this way or wear these clothes or, you know, having these shoes or having this car, dude, it's okay. You know what I mean? It's okay. And I know we live in a fucked up time right now with material things and, and, you know, songs coming out and everything, but like, and don't get me wrong. I was, I I was one of those guys that wanted to, wanted this, wanted that. I had this image and later in life, you find out none of that shit matters, dude. None of it, you know, none of it. So, so I, it's funny. So I grew up, different right uh you know i grew up still pretty small town but i grew up fixing computers i was a nerd like uh-huh. i love i love fixing computers physics all the fun stuff so i have no idea how like the fights the fight world works so what uh-huh. what advice do you have for kids that might want to try getting into ufc now man you know 
I always say, you know, I, I do I want my kids? I have two kids, right? Yeah. And I don't want them to fucking do the fight. Like, you know, I get a lot of people like, oh, man, I bet you can't wait to teach your kid to get in the fight game and do all this. And I'm like, hell no. I'm going to get them a pair of golf clubs, bro. <laughs> I don't want him anywhere near this shit. Because it's a hard lifestyle, right? It is. But that being said, do I want my kids to know, you know, jujitsu, kickboxing, how to defend themselves? Hell yes, I do. And I think to me, um, that is what I tell people. Like, you know, there's only that, you know, short 3% that make that, you know, Justin Gaethje money, that Conor McGregor money, that, that, that big money. There's only... A handful of those people you know um so that being said i always get some young kids and they're like i'm gonna be the next deal who am i to tell that kid you can't do that right right i will help them out i will do whatever they can to get them to that goal or that dream they have but in reality i gotta be a coach and i gotta i gotta tell them like look man what's your fallback plan what's your job are you working while you're you're training because injuries happen fights fall through don't count on this. I've I've learned all these lessons doing all this. So now I just kind of coach them instead of just coach them how to fight. I'm trying to be like a, I don't know if I say a life coach, but just more of a role model type. Like, yeah. hey man, have other ideas, fallback plans. You know, what else do you like besides fighting? You know what I mean? Yep. Let's start doing some of that. You know, um, but yeah. So I mean. To me, I think I've seen I've had so many cases of young kids coming in, mom and dad comes in, or, or kids come in. They start, you know, like the first three weeks, maybe even month, kids don't really open up to me, you know, mm-hmm. and they're still kind of quiet. And then after you know a month, month and a half, they're kind of coming in with a little swagger now, and they're <laughs> more opening up. And you know, finally, that's when I kind of open up to them. I'm like, hey, why, why, why did you join this gym? Why'd you start fighting? You know, why'd you want to take up boxing or kickboxing? And he goes, man, I was tired of getting bullied in school. You know, everybody yeah. was pushing me. So, you know, and now, you know, this kid is talking to all the pros. And this is a kid that would just go in the corner and just do, do his, his thing. thing. Yeah. And now he's just, you know, and I got like a handful of those guys, you know, so that's what I would say is like, if you want to get in the sport, I highly recommend it. I mean, become a full-time fighter i don't recommend it because it's a it's a hard way to make a living but i'm not like i said i did it and it was my goal and my dream to become a prize fighter and i did it you know um nowadays i i think it's more like um for you know anti-bullying uh confidence boosters self-protection i mean we got tons of women coming in uh, for self-defense so um for all those things, yeah, come in. You want to meet new people. You want to. You want to meet new friends. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. I mean, to me, I think the confidence booster is the key. You know, yeah. your low self esteem, or you know, maybe running isn't your thing. You know what I mean? Um, you don't like cardio. Give this stuff a shot. You know what I mean? Because hitting the bag, hitting pads is way funner than going to, you know, running to me, <laughs> you know, to me, that was my cup of tea. I love the shit. I would hit 20 rounds of pads before I had to do any running road work. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah, it's funny. So we, started, <laughs> my wife and I started jujitsu. I haven't oh, gone cool. in like a month and a half because I've been busy with the podcast. Yeah. Priorities. Yep. But uh, yeah, we started going last year and it's a blast. I would much yep. rather do that to your point than run. And yep. it's crazy because like, it, you know, I've done, I do new things pretty like not frequently, but every now and then, but I was so intimidated when I first walked into the jujitsu gym because I was like, I'm going to get my ass kicked. Yep. Fair enough, I did, right? And I still do, you know, when I decide to go back. But freaking, I love it because it's confidence booster. It's a lot of fun to know that, you know, in theory, you can handle yourself. And I know that my wife, right, we talk, she's a cop. She's actually used some of it in on calls. And Good so it's her. kind of fun because she's like, you know, I'm 5'10", and she's shorter than I am, and she's, uh-huh. she's tiny, and she's a you know, she, she's a badass. Yeah, she'll handle herself. Yeah, I don't piss her off. Well, yeah, that's a lie. But try not to. Yeah. Um. So you talked about, and I'm curious about this because you've talked about like um either like the life coach and mentoring people. Um. We talked a little bit, I think, before we really kicked off the the recording about like kind of nothing being handed to you and finding friends that help kind of push you along the way. And I'm and I'm definitely in that same boat where I'm kind of identifying people that I can lean on. How do you go about finding people to like help push you forward? And you know, it's all it's honestly it's all about the people you surround yourself with, right? And you know, I heard that my one of my old wrestling coaches told me this. Uh, you want to be a turd, surround yourself by being turds. You know, if your friends are turd ball, you're going to be a turd ball, right? And um, I kind of always took that right, like. And I always found people that push me or had common interests, you know, um, like, let's say you, like you like to fix computers and this and that. Right. I don't know shit about computers, but guess what? I am willing to learn. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to, Oh, tell me a little bit about it. You know? And that, I, I guess me, I was always open-minded, right? Like, I don't care if you're gay or whatever. Right. You know, whatever you are, if you're Indian, whatever, I don't care. I want to know more <laughs> about you, right? Yep. I'm all I'm interested about that. So I I always say like be open minded, right? Uh, you know, uh, people. You know, I I met some of the coolest fucking people that you know that especially in the fight gym, tattoos on their face, on their head, you know, and you know. You, you know, if I judged them uh, book by its cover, I'd probably never even talk to them, right? Yep, I'm like, yep. oh, fuck, I don't want nothing to do with this guy, you know? I go up there and say, what's up? And they're, dude, I have some of the best, some some of the best relationship with guys that have tattoos. And it, it's just the way they express themselves, you know what I mean? Like, some people like to smoke pot. Some people like to drink. Some people like to get tattoos. I just say, be open-minded and find your find your crew that you like to roll with. Obviously, um, my crew was, uh, I like, you know, fighting. I like fucking outdoors. I like bow hunting. You know, I find, I find those, the, the people that have common interests is, and, you know, like guys like Snyder, like, you know, I had to go introduce myself and, and meet him for me to, you know, even get to say hello to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I did that, you know, and now look at us. He's my fucking neighbor, and I wish he, he wasn't, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, that's fun. But, you know, I, to me, that's what I say. I just 
I say surround surround your people that you like, have common interests in, that motivate you, that push you to try to, you know, do better in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, you know, like now I, it's so funny because I watch like different relationships, like guys, how they talk to their wives on the phone or how they talk to them in person, you know? And I'm like, damn, I need to be a little bit more fucking, you know, nicer to my wife, maybe. You know what I mean? They're like, hey, baby. My wife's like, what the fuck you call me? <laughs> you know what I mean? What'd you do? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just, I think, you know, I say surround yourself by good people. Be open-minded. Don't judge a book by its cover and fucking, you know. But I'm usually pretty good with my uh, first tuition, you know, like, you know, but uh, if I want to meet somebody and, and like, I've, I've met guys that I really didn't really care for at first. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of, you know, got to know them a little bit better and kind of told them, hey, man, you know, try this, do this, you know, and fuck, now we become best friends, you know, and come over to barbecue, you know, it's just, it's just weird. Just be open-minded, you know, I, I would say to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, shit, man, that's a lot of good stuff. I had a good time. I, I'm yeah. trying to think: is there any anything that you've learned through just like <clears throat> fighting, the podcasting, the coaching that you're like nobody ever asked this, but this is just a wicked piece <sighs> of information? Man, that that that's a that's a good question. Honestly, no, no you know, I don't, I don't know, because usually I say everything what's on my mind. But like, if I have to say anything, man, like time is crucial you know yeah. that's my biggest enemy time don't waste a day you know don't waste don't waste uh don't waste an hour you know i mean to me i think time is so precious i i i'm not afraid to die but i don't want to die yet you know what i mean yeah and i always think like if i happen to die how would my how would how would people see me as right and to me, I just say, I live life to the fullest, right? Um, I want people to realize, like, when they come to my funeral or whatever, I want them to be happy because I lived a life fucking worth living. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I traveled. I got great kids. I got a great wife. I've done some crazy shit. I try <laughs> to do it every day, you know. Um, I try to better myself. So, to me, I think, man, don't waste time to me. Because, you know, we don't know what, what time, you know, it's our, we're going to clock out, you know. And yeah. I always say, don't waste time. You know, you want to do something? Go do it, man. You want to start a podcast? Fucking start a podcast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, I love that. So on my website, I have uh, the tagline is live a life we're telling a story about, right? Oh, see, there you go. Because I, I love it because kind of my, my thinking, right, is it when I die, and I don't know what happens, right? But I'm assuming yeah. that when I die, heaven or hell, all I have left to think about are is my life, right? Yep. So might as well live it and have a bunch of stories left to remember. Yep. And honestly, to me, you know, it's it's one of these things where, you know, like right now I, I still have both my mom and dad, mm -hmm. right? Do I call them every day? No. Do I shoot them a text? Yes. Do I need to call them every day or FaceTime them? I probably should, right? Because I... Cause I know one day they, I won't be able to. Right. To me, um, that is the most important part is just like something's on your mind. Maybe shoot them a text. Tell them you love them. You know what I mean? Tell that person, you know, uh, 
I, you know, as a kid, I always would, I always like hold grudges or something like that, you know? Yeah. Dude, as, and now I, dude, I try not to hold any grudges. I try to forgive. I just, and I'm not a spiritual person. I just, I like to have fun and be happy with people and have a good time because you never know when it's your time to fucking clock out. And like I said, I'd rather, I'd rather be remembered as the guy that gave more than just hold grudges on people or, oh, he was the asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we yeah. had a good time with Luke, man. Luke's a good guy. You know? <laughs> Luke was a cool uncle, you know? So that, that, that's what I would say, man. Don't waste time. Do what you want to do. Don't worry about, you know, finances will be there. You know, everything will work itself out. You know what I mean? And I, I say that it's so weird because me and my wife are so different. She's type A. She's the planner. I'm spontaneous. I fucking just do <laughs> shit. I'm like, hey, let's go do this. Let's go. You know? And that's just the way I roll, man. I, I roll like there's no tomorrow. That's awesome. My wife's like that too. She's much more spontaneous. I'm I'm the planner. You're the, the planner, right? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm annoyingly so. I think I put yeah. on her nerves. Oh yeah. You we do, but you know what? We need you it's balance. It's like that yin and yang, you know? <laughs> because there there's things where I'm like, you know, she's like so good with bills, online banking, yep. like everything, right? Like, dude. God forbid something happened to her. I am fucked. Yeah. I don't remember the last time my wife looked at our bank account. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> she, yeah. We, yeah, she, it's funny because there's the running joke because it, like, we, we, we have like our fun money, right? Yep. Yep. So I like give her her allowance every week. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, it, that's exactly how we are, dude. Exactly how we are. So it's so funny knowing that there's other couples out there like this because she's the responsible one and God bless her. And I'm one that if I make five dollars, I'm spending ten. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I've been lately. I hate yeah. to admit it, but I've yeah. Yeah. But anyways, Luke, man, I don't want to take your whole night. Um, yeah, it's all good, brother. But I had a good time, man. Thank you. Hey, well, for real, man. I appreciate you having me on there. Well, I hope you all enjoyed Luke's story. He is an awesome dude. We had quite a bit of conversation offline before we started recording, and uh, I'm a big fan. Just a good dude, really a lot of insight, super fun to chat with. Please take some time to go check out both his show and his podcast, Gladiators Unleashed and Gladiators Unfiltered. Um, beyond that, like I said beforehand, please feel free to reach out to me for anything, you know, through Instagram, uh, emails. I'd love for you guys to pick up some swag. Use the codes that I've got. Let the sponsors of the show know that, you know, we're out here supporting them. And uh, particularly the guys over at Mountain Primal. Huge shout out to the folks at Everly Stock as well. I was with those guys all weekend. It felt like just hanging out doing my best not to get in their way, helping them set up booth and whatnot, but they're just good dudes too. Um, I'm going to share just a ton of information, like I said, uh, from the tack event uh, that I was at this last weekend in the Madman episode as well. So you're going to hear just a lot of fun things that I've learned and cool experiences that I was really, really fortunate and kind of like awestruck that I was able to go experience. So stay tuned. Please like, subscribe, review to the show, and uh, we'll catch you guys in a couple days.